Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. Please be aware, the stories, theories, reenactments, and language in this podcast are of an adult nature and can be considered disturbing, frightening, and in some cases, even offensive. Listener discretion is therefore advised. Welcome, heathens. Welcome to the world of the weird and unexplained. I am your host, Nicole Delacroix, and together we will be investigating stories about the things that go bump in the night. Frighteningly imagined creatures, supernatural beings, and even some unsolved mysteries, but all sorts of weirdness. So, sit back, grab your favorite drink, and prepare to be transported to today's dark enigma. And on today's dark enigma, well, we've got another listener suggestion. You guys are knocking it out of the park. No joke. Well, it was really more of an interesting idea that kind of became a suggestion. Well, you guys will figure it out. So with that said, we will still be playing our drinking game. And as you know, the drinking game is only for those of us that are at home and have nowhere else to go tonight. The choice of libation, as always, my darlings, is yours. So choose your poison accordingly. All right, now for the game part. How about every time I say sewer? That's going to be a single shot. And every time I say crypto, that's going to be a double shot. And that includes where crypto is part of another word. There you go. All right, now that we have the business end out of the way, we can jump headfirst into today's Dark Enigma. So grab your best zombie apocalypse gear and let's head for the grossest place on Earth as we dig into some truly terrifying and bizarre sewer-dwelling beasts. I don't know why, but all I can think is that scene from Bruce Almighty with the anal-dwelling butt monkeys. You're welcome. Now that's in your head. You're welcome. (laughs) There is a whole other world deep in the dark right beneath our feet. As mankind goes about its daily business with throngs of people hurriedly churning back and forth and endless traffic zipping along on various errands, underground, well, there is a dank, forgotten place that most people 
never give much thought to. Its vast, sprawling warrens of underground sewer systems, pipes, and tunnels exist under all of our hustle and bustle. Murky and shadowy places full of blackness and silence, secretly coexisting with the upper world of light and tireless human activity. So it's perhaps no surprise that such an innately spooky place like sewers have long been the setting of a multitude of creepy tales and horror stories. However, what of the mysteries that exist there outside of the world of pure fiction? Hmm. There are things lurking within the dark, meandering sewers of the world that suggest there is more to these places than we may suspect. So, let us take a look at some of the mysterious alleged denizens of the Stygian depths of the world's sewers and sewage system. One of the most enduring and well-known cases of strange animals in sewers is, you guessed it, the stories of alligators roaming New York City's sewer systems. Accounts of alligators lurking under New York's city streets date back to the early 1930s, when it is said to have been popular for families to buy baby alligators as pets. And of course, the story typically goes that when the alligator just gets too big to be properly cared for, they are flushed down the toilet or otherwise released into the sewer system, where they survive on a diet of rats, garbage, and, well, basically anything else that they can sink their teeth into. Ew, right? Over the years, various frightening reports surfaced of sewer workers coming across alligators lurking in the city sewers. Sometimes the reports were embellished with details such as albino alligators or alligators that had somehow reached freakish sizes larger than normal. There were even stories of alleged mutant alligators that had developed abnormal coloring or other physical anomalies, <clears throat> like human ones. Anyways, in 1959, a curious account was reported in the book The World Beneath the City by one Robert Daly, which is a history of the development of utilities in New York City. One chapter of the book is entitled Alligators in the Sewers and stems from a series of interviews conducted with longtime commissioner of sewers in New York, Teddy May. In the account, May explained that alligators had been sighted in the sewers since 1935 by sewer workers, but no one took such reports seriously at first. When the sightings continued and started truly spooking utility workers, May personally ventured into the sewers himself. It was there that May was startled to come across alligators with an average length of two feet. Seeing that the stories were actually true, a campaign was launched to eradicate the animals with poisoning as well as flushing the alligators out to be shot by gun-toting hunters. In the account, May claimed that all of the sewer alligators had been wiped out by 1937. Cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman who has done extensive research on the history of alligators in the New York City sewer system, has uncovered many historical articles outlining actual alligators being found, 
captured, or killed in the sewers of New York, particularly during the 1930s. The results of his findings have the historical significance of establishing a link with the supposed urban legend of alligators in the sewers and real historical cases of alligators being killed and even officially hunted down there in the sewers. The results of Coleman's findings were published as Alligators in the Sewers, a Journalistic Vehicle, in the Journal of American Folklore in September and October 1979. One intriguing article that Coleman uncovered was a story that originally appeared in the New York Times on February 10, 1935. The article describes how several young men who were shoveling snow into a manhole covered near Harlem River came across an alligator measuring seven to eight feet long, thrashing about in the icy water below. The teens, led by a Salvatore Condolucci, proceeded to capture and kill the animal. Many years later, when interviewed about the incident, Condolucci insisted that the event was true and factual. Articles such as these uncovered by Lauren Coleman, as well as the accounts outlined in Daly's book, clearly are at odds with the current official stance that alligators in the sewers of New York have always been pure urban legend. It seems through these accounts that the knee-jerk response of alligators in New York sewers, being merely a myth, are glossing over some of the history of alligators in fact being found there. Many modern-day reports seem to further point to the reality of alligators in the sewers. On July 22, 2013, a live, eight-foot-long alligator was pulled from a sewer near Central Park. The alligator had allegedly long been preying on dogs, which prompted a hunt for it culminating in its capture. The alligator was killed, and an analysis of its stomach contents revealed the remains of at least two dogs, some rats, and a wristwatch, fortunately with no hand still attached to it. See, even the alligators are going to mug you. In 2010, an alligator measuring two feet long was found under a car near a sewer opening at Newton Avenue and 29th Street in the heart of Queens. Surrounded by startled onlookers, an emergency service unit used a long pole and a noose to corral the creature into a cage and capture it. The animal was handed over to city animal care and control officers, who sent it to a wildlife sanctuary. In an perhaps ominous addition to the story, in the wake of the baby alligator's capture, Animal Care and Control spokesman Richard Gentles stated that between two to four alligators or crocodiles are rescued in the city by his agency every single year. It's not known exactly how many of those statistical alligators were actually recovered from the sewer system. It seems clear that regardless of whether dramatic reports of giant mutant albino alligators existing under the streets are true or not, there certainly seems to be some truth to the idea that at least regular ag alligators can indeed be found in New York City's sewers. Okay, enough of crocodiles and other lizards. Let's move on to somewhere else. In 2008, the Daily Mail reported that sewer workers working at Southern Waters Treatment Plant in Eastbourne, East Sussex, England, described being haunted by a strange humanoid figure said to look something like a zombie. 
The figure reportedly would follow the workers around and occasionally, occasionally laugh at them menacingly. In addition, workers told of hearing mysterious muffled conversations emanating from behind tunnel walls. The creature allegedly scared the workers so much that they were afraid to enter the tunnels to do their work. After persistent reports of this strange figure stalking workers, Mark Way, a sewage treatment worker, got permission from his bosses to hire a paranormal investigator to launch an investigation. Although no physical evidence of any such creature was found, the parapsychologist reported immediately feeling a strong presence and said there was definitely something unusual there. Hmm, I don't know about that. But another report of a strange sewer-dwelling humanoid comes from an article by Michael Burke entitled Green Thing Sparks Rumors in the New Valley Dispatch from March 5th of 1981. The article describes a harrowing account of a small, four-foot-tall humanoid creature said to look like something half-human and half-dinosaur, which was seen emerging from a sewer in New Kensington, Pennsylvania. A group of youths allegedly chased the creature, and one even managed to grab the thing's tail, upon which it let out a screeching cry, prompting the startled boy to let it go. The dinosauroid, humanoid, then reportedly slipped away back into the sewage tunnel. Interestingly, the incident took place near Dixonville, Pennsylvania, where several miners were allegedly killed or went missing in 1944 due to an alleged alien creature said to be lurking in one of the mine shafts there. The mysterious monster was said to lurk in the darkness and snatch away hapless, unsuspecting miners. Whether this rather spooky story has any connection with the case of the Saurian humanoid or not, it is still a bizarre account in its own right. But more bizarreness awaits us. We're going to go all the way back to the 1800s. In the 1800s, a bizarre story circulated around London that the sewers of Hampstead were home to a population of strange black pigs said to roam about in the filthy, slimy darkness. The story goes that a pregnant sow somehow made its way down into the sewers through a drain or some other opening, where it got lost and subsisted on the constant influx of garbage. Ew. The sow subsequently gave birth to and reared its young in the sewer, and it is alleged that the pigs multiplied. It's said that the black pigs of the sewers became numerous and were known for their aggress aggressiveness and ferocity. Throughout the 19th century, reports of sightings of very large black pigs lurking in the sewers propagated the story to the point that it became somewhat akin to London's own version of alligators in the sewers of New York. There were various accounts of the black swine of Hampstead, and a good number of Londoners at the time believed the creatures were absolutely down there. The Daily Telegraph, on October 10th of 1859, made mention of the sewer-dwelling black swine in an editorial which said, and I quote, this London is an amalgam of worlds within worlds, and the occurrences of every day convince us that there is not one of these worlds but has its special mysteries and its generic crimes. Exaggeration and ridicule often attach to the vastness of London, and the ignorance of its 
penetralia common to us who dwell therein. It has been said that beasts of chase still roam in the verdant fastness of Grosvenor Square, that there are undiscovered patches of primeval forest in Hyde Park, and that Hampstead sewers shelter a monstrous breed of black swine, which have propagated and run wild among the slimy feculence, and whose ferocious snouts will one day uproot Highgate Archway, while they make Holloway intolerable with their grunting. End quote. With the coming of the 20th century, stories of the black swine of London sewers faded into obscurity. It is now considered to be mostly a large forgotten urban legend, yet it's still intriguing to think about whether these stories had their foundation in some grain of truth, as is often the case with many such supposed myths. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> In April 2009, the company Malfaris Construction sent a surveillance camera into the sewer system beneath Cameron Village in Raleigh, North Carolina, in order to examine the infrastructure of the pipes. During their investigation, the camera came across something that no one had ever expected to encounter down there. Slimy, pulsating blobs attached to the wall, which appeared to be living organisms of some kind. The weird blobs were even so seen to visibly react to the light of the camera, seeming to flinch and draw away from them. The story immediately became a sensation, because who doesn't love blobby stuff in the sewers, right? And the bizarre creatures were nicknamed the Cameron Vi Village Sewer Blob. New stories ran with it, and video footage of the grotesque blobs captured by the camera became insanely popular on YouTube. The internet was awash in discussion and debate as to the nature of the creatures, with theories ranging from some kind of undiscovered animal to mutant monsters to aliens from another world. At first it was speculated that the footage was even a hoax, but Raleigh Public Works issued a statement officially acknowledging that indeed the footage was very, very real. Scientists at the time were just as stumped as everybody else. No one had ever really seen anything quite like it, and biologists for Raleigh Public Utilities were at a loss to explain what the organism actually is. Ed Buchan, the environmental coordinator at the Raleigh Public Utilities Department, at first claimed that he had never seen anything like it in all of his time with the department. And for a time, the mysterious slimy blob phenomena of Cameron Village was a total enigma. Gradually, scientific theories about what could realistically be responsible for what was caught on the sewer camera started to emerge. One of the first such theories was that the blobs represented a colony of Brazilians, which are small animals that stick out tentacles to feed and retreat into small tubes when they're disturbed. Other biologists disagreed with the Brazilian theory, and a Dr. Timothy S. Wood a Brazilian's expert with the Department of Biological Sciences at Wright State University in Dayton, Ohio, firmly denied that Brazilians absolutely could not be the culprit, stating, and I quote, No, these are not Brazilians. They are clumps of annelid worms, almost certainly tubificids. Normally these occur in soil and sediment, especially at the bottom and edges of polluted streams. 
In the photo, they have apparently entered a pipeline somehow, and in the absence of soil, they are coiling around each other. The contractions you see are the result of a single worm contracting and then stimulating all the others to do the same almost simultaneously. So it looks like a single big muscle contracting, end quote. And I'm just going to say, ew, for the worms. Anyways, yet another theory describes the mystery creature as being a colony of tubifex worms, which can occur in pond sediment and also sewage when they work their way into the pipes. Since tubifex worms will flinch from bright lights, it is thought that this would explain the reaction of the creature in the footage to the camera light. Other investigators have disagreed with the tubifex worm theory due to several apparent problems with this explanation. It's pointed out that there is not a single individual worm to be seen on or around any of the three objects in the video. Instead, the creatures appear to be smooth, complete cysts or sacs that move and throb or pulsate as a complete entity rather than a loose mass of worms. I'm just going to go, ew, ew. Okay, so what is this strange creature? It appears that for all of the ideas put forth about what the real explanation is for the North Carolina sewer monster, the story is still somewhat of a mystery, and no one single explanation has totally satisfied everybody. Anyways, I've had enough of worms, we're moving on, and it doesn't get any better, I apologize. <laughs> we're moving on to the Middle East, and I know you guys have seen the pictures of the military with the great big spiders, but we're not talking the big spiders, because... No, we have supersized rats to talk about. Ah, okay. Several reports from Tehran, Iran, have described supersized rats emerging from the sewers to roam the streets, with some specimens claimed to be up to 11 pounds. Stop for a minute and think. That is bigger than a small dog. Okay. It has been speculated that winter snows raised the water levels of the sewers and flushed the creatures out. Not only are the rats huge, but they are allegedly they also allegedly exhibit unusual physical characteristics. Tehran City Council Environmental Advisor Ismail Karam told an Iranian website that the rats seem to be mutated, possibly from chemicals in the sewers, and he said of the rats, and I quote, They are now bigger and look different. These are changes that normally take millions of years to, of evolution. They have jumped from 60 grams to 5 kilos, and cats are now smaller than them. End quote. Oh, okay, gross. According to an article in the Huffington Post from April 3rd of 2013, one Dr. David Becker, laboratory animal veterinarian at LSU, told them that he doubted that Tehran's rats were some kind of mutants. Instead, he suggested that even common types of rats can reach ridiculously large sizes under the right circumstances, and that there are various types of giant rats all around the world, in which he added, and I quote, during the Middle Ages, black rats in Europe reportedly grew large enough and children were small enough to carry off babies. Those had to have been some pretty big rats. End quote. I'm just going to say, all I can think of is the pr Princess Bride <laughs> and the enormous rats. Okay. The rats in Tehran are reportedly so large that they have the locals in a panic. In response to this, it has been reported that Tehran has actually hired teams of men armed with sniper rifles and infrared scopes to hunt down and exterminate the rodents. 
Whether the rats are mutated monsters or not, it nevertheless seems that Tehran has quite the rat problem. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so bad. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. And we're gonna we're gonna end up in Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo already has its share of giant sewer animals in the form of the giant rats that are said to inhabit various underground passages beneath the city. And, you know, the Fukinama explosion didn't help anything, right? However, enormous rats might not be the only spooky creature to lurk in Tokyo's sewers. And if one person doesn't say Godzilla, I don't want to know you. I'm just saying. In the 1970s, Tokyo utilities workers came across a rather bizarre find along one sewer tunnel. While walking through one area, one of the workers felt his foot brush up against something unusual. Upon feeling at his leg to see what it was, his hand came away covered in thick spider webs, much to his surprise and horror. Upon illuminating and investigating the site, workers described seeing a vast web that hugged the ground and covered an area of several square meters. The web was littered with the numerous desiccated corpses of cockroaches as well as full-grown rats. Further investigation revealed a tunnel-like opening within a pile of refuse in the corner of the tunnel that allegedly measured at least 25 centimeters or about 10 inches in diameter. The actual occupants of the web was never seen, and the perhaps understandably shaken workers did not intend to stick around to see it either, instead opting to leave. I'm just going to say that's a big spider. Now, I don't have a problem with spiders. Spiders are cool. They eat other bugs. I kind of like spiders, but I don't think I like one that big. No, thank you. The account seems to describe perhaps the web of some sort of funnel web spider, although apparently much larger than any currently known to exist. It would be interesting to know if the report is to be believed just how big this mysterious spider of this web really was. I'm going to say, can't we get a camera down there? I mean, I get that, you know, you don't want to be down there when the spider's there. I get that. But can't we, like, put a webcam or something? I'm just saying. It would seem that there are a plentitude of mysteries in the dark subterranean recesses of the world, every bit as perplexing as those in the world above it. The expansive, meandering tunnels, tubes, and pipes beneath our feet are perhaps more than just barren, inky black places of concrete, garbage, effluence, and ephemera. Maybe they are the home of ancient, baffling mysteries of nature as well. And as we continue as a species to build bigger and grander mega-metropolises, it's maybe a good idea to keep in mind that there is more to our city than meets the eye. For far below our thrumming urban streets lies another weird world going about its own business, hidden from the eyes of humankind. And with that, my darlings, we have come to the end of the episode. And I thank you for joining me here today. And I hope you'll take some time to reach out to me and share your thoughts on what you think. I do not want any pictures of bugs. Don't do it. I'm just saying don't do it. Because that will freak me out. Don't. Of course, you can always reach me and the show at darkenigmapodcast at gmail.com. All pictures of Godzilla are welcome. And if you have a suggestion for a future show or you just want to tell me what you think, you're bored and you need somebody to talk to, drop me a line because I do reply to every single email. 
And on that note, my darlings, that's all the time I have for you this evening. I thank you for joining me here on Renegade Talk Radio. And you guessed it. Don't forget to tune in next time, my darlings. See you, my heathens. I love you. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.